in the distance, there's something big and we're thinking it's a truck or something. And we're getting closer and closer. And as we're getting, we finally noticed that, oh my God, that's a tank and it's tracking us. Take us away, buddy. Welcome, everybody, to the retirement house. We had someone scheduled, and they are not coming. So we are going to entertain you with our own original thoughts, ideas, activities. Uh (laughs) That takes a lot of thinking. That's right. I'm going to turn it over to my favorite people. That's right. We don't have a plan today, but I do have one question, which is, what's one thing you guys want to knock off your bucket list? Oh. I can't tell. You can't. Oh. Oh. oh, come okay, on, Bobby. Oh, What's it going to take? Spill the tea. No way. Okay. Don't bring it up if you don't want to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, no kidding. I wanted to cause a little excitement in the room. <laughs> okay. Cause a little more. <laughs> uh, my bucket list is, uh, you know, it's, it's not R-rated. Uh, it's travel, mainly. I've covered almost all of the globe except for South America. Oh. So I'm going to go down to Brazil. Yep. The next chance I get and go to the Wasu Falls. It's supposed to be falls. It's twice Niagara Falls. Mm -hmm. And uh, stop in Peru. That'll be every sector of the world for me. Have you been to Thailand? Yeah, yeah, I've been, well, Vietnam is The Arctic? Yeah, I'm skipping a jump away. Were you in the Arctic? Oh, no, Arctic. I was, they had me, or I had orders to go there. Did you go? No, they turned into Hawaii. (laughs) That was (laughs) a good switch. That's funny, because I've never been to South America either, and I've been all over, everywhere, except the Arctic, Greenland, Iceland, and... I don't care to go to those parts, but well, you want to go to South America with me? Is that what you're saying? Well, you know no. you can go down to Tierra del Fuego. <laughs> thanks, thanks anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, southern Argentina will be like going to uh, to the Arctic, but yeah, it's a great place. I went to the Arctic. Mm-hmm. Oh. You went to the circle and back? When I was making We Know Not What We Do, my documentary film, we went up 30 miles above the Arctic Circle to a little town called Kivalina, and we were there for over a week, and it was the most amazing thing. There's a wonderful uh, village of Estingmos that actually lived there, and they were so kind to us. They thought we were kind of stupid because they're getting all kinds of bad weather because we are such idiots about the way we're living on the planet. And they said, watch out, it's coming your way. And I'm looking out the window today, and I think, wow, it's coming our way. How cold was it where you were? It felt pretty warm to me. We, it, it was in the fall, but the problem they're having up there is that it's all heated up, and they can't store food anymore in the ground, and they can't uh, walk on the ice. They used to be able to hunt seals for three or four months. Now it's down to about three weeks. And I have heard the story of the canary in the coal mine most of my life, but the most amazing, dramatic time 
that I've ever heard it is when an Eskimo was sitting there telling me that story about the canary in the coal mine as though I surely hadn't heard it because if I had heard it, I would have changed the way I was living on the planet. It makes me almost cry to even Mm. think about my time in Kivalina. Those wonderful people, they were so nice to us. Mm. But they didn't take a bit of of uh, bullshit from us. May I say that word? <laughs> you can say whatever the fuck <laughs> Wait, you want. Yeah, you just said it. <laughs> Wait a minute, bleep. Can I say okay. fuck? It's <laughs> a little Wait, late. Where, 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 okay, this is a dumb question. Where, where's the Arctic? Where's the Arctic located? Next to Canada. Okay. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I would have believed anything. Antarctica. You don't even like, know. I know Antarctica. We're talking about Antarctica. The Arctic is north. North Pole. Okay, just you know, just checking. Antarctica That's what I thought, but you know, had to clarify. Sarah Paulin can stand in the Arctic and look over at Russia. Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, I have another question. So, Adi and I are 26, 27. What did the world look like when you guys were our age? What was going on in culture? What was popular? What were some current events? The military was not very popular. It was like we were causing the wars and people were spitting on us. And I went, I I was passing through North Fork, Virginia and a little grass, they had signs that said, sailors and dogs keep off the grass. (laughs) Wow. But at that very same time, I was in, we were in the Air Force. I wasn't personally in the Air Force. But being an Air Force wife, you're in the Air Force. And we looked on everything positively, and everybody treated us positively. But I know that wasn't going on around the world. I was just... You're in a bubble. (laughs) You're in a bubby bubble. (laughs) No, I was was in in the Panhandle of Florida. Oh, okay. And, And... that was Air Force Navy territory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the people around there supported the, the Air Force. Mm. Yeah, when, when you say, like, they spit on us, who's they? Like, what do you refer The to people would just spit on you and heckle you. Like, in the yeah, people in general, yeah. Is your, like a oh, yeah, it was, like, it was like we started the war and we were keeping it young up. people? Yeah, all kind of people, hippies, young people, old people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people, would they'd put signs up. I'll tell you about the one, uh, uh, keep out the grass, but there'd be other kind of signs oh, up yeah, also. Baby killers. And yeah, baby all killers. Kind of got, yeah. This carried on for, for a, a period of time. And it, yeah, And it still goes on. Yeah. But it, it had been worse. People came back from Vietnam and they were treated very badly. Yes, they were. And yeah. it had slowed down by the time you were 26 or 27. Well. But, the, but the military was still segregated. I did a USO tour in 72, and the bases were segregated. I was shocked. Our base was not segregated because there was a colonel that lived right behind us, and we lived in base housing. I mean, the troops themselves, they had... In the ranks. The black yeah. troops were in one group, and I guess the rest of the... I don't know who else was over in the other group. There was a lot of things going on in America that weren't great. But at the same time, around that age, I was a little bit older, um, I went to Africa and I came back and I kissed the ground. Yeah. (laughs) I was so grateful to be in America. As bad as it is, 
It's the best. It's like an oxymoron. Well, it's tra- bad best. Travel will uh, will will kind of open your eyes to that fact of what you can do and can't do in, in foreign countries, and yet that's everyday life here. And mm-hmm. it's kind of a, a, a rude awakening all of a sudden when you go, oh, my gosh. I had to spend uh, a bit of money if I, I could wait at the border and have my car dismantled and then have myself put it back together. Or I could buy uh, a soldier with a machine gun to sit in the car with me and it would be cocked and pointed at me while I drove from one side of the country to the other. It took uh, pretty much about 12 hours just to make sure that I didn't stop anywhere. And uh, that was the only way I could pass through that country. Do you mind telling us what country it was? Uh, That was Nicaragua. Wow. Yeah, and because they were still at war, that was the time of uh, Iran Contra and all that going on, and the Sandinistas, and uh, there was still a war going on basically down there, and pretty much all through Central America and and South America, each country had their own um, military force or unit that would deal deal just with the communist guerrillas or what they called the communist guerrillas and the mm. IT&T papers were coming out in uh, Peru and Chile and uh, actually we made it out with the skin of our teeth literally out of Chile because otherwise we would have been in that stadium um, there was a, a, a movie made about that oh yeah Jack Lemon did yeah, one yeah Jack Lemon's movie that yeah. was that was the same time I was down there mm. and we actually got smuggled out of the country um, so that that didn't happen to us. And mm. yeah, it was crazy. And then we got deported from Peru as a result of that. But uh, we made it back to the country. And uh, yeah, talk about kissing the ground when you got off the plane. I went to Nicaragua later. Mm-hmm. But at the poverty there oh, yeah. was frightening. It was one of the first third world countries that I went as a missionary. So that meant I didn't stay in the Hilton. It mm-hmm. meant I stayed in someone's home right. um, with lizards running across. Yes, the lizards. I, the roaches were, I was thankful for roaches <laughs> after the lizards ran through the room. Oh, I've, I've got roach stories. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the roaches are, yeah. Oh, they flew. They were everywhere. Oh, in Hawaii. Oh, man. They would dive at you. <laughs> yeah. I used to be laying on the floor watching TV, and there was to be an opening at the top of the curtain, and these big flying roaches. It would, <laughs> really? God, yeah. yeah. They'd be waiting for you oh, at the door. Man. And in other countries, you know. I remember I was in Africa, and there were roaches running around on the dinner table, and yeah. I'm holding my plate, and I'm trying to eat and hold my plate. And I said, where's the raid? <laughs> and they said, what's raid? Yeah, yeah. I said, uh, stuff yeah. you spray the sp- bugs with, and they just laugh. Hey, you got, it, <laughs> We're not spending money on bug speaking, spray. Speaking kidding? of animals on the table, we went to, uh, <laughs> we stopped at a little place uh, in the very, uh, right at the border between uh, Peru and Chile, and uh, we went into a, a little roadside restaurant there overlooking the ocean. We were probably on a top of a cliff, maybe 200 feet above the ocean. And um, it, it was 
uh, run by a, a Samoan family that had immigrated there. It was a seafood restaurant, so we, we were waiting for a table, and we, we got a little table. It was like three tables. So we got a table, and we're sitting down, and the table that was empty next to us, those folks just left. And on that table was a rooster, and he was cleaning the top of the table. <laughs> Underneath the table was a pig, and he was taking care of all the floor around that table. So, so we're, we get our food, and we're starting to eat, and the, the rooster had finished, and so had the pig. And so the rooster's on the other table, and he's kind of looking at us. And he's looking at our food, and he's watching our fork go from the food <laughs> to our mouth. And he's going closer and closer to the edge of the table, and the pig's circling us, you know. And Where was that? That was in uh, Peru, southern Peru. Oh, God. And uh, we, we kind of ate and ran at that place. It was, it was, I, they I, were making us nervous. I when, mean, I, when I got transferred uh, uh, to the Philippines out of Vietnam, yeah. I flew into Clark Field. And uh, was catching a bus down to Alungapo. <laughs> and um, I got on the bus. There was no one on it but me because it started there at the base. Man, I fell asleep. And you guys can attest to that. You know I fell asleep. I woke <laughs> Snoring. <laughs> I woke up. And there was a crate of chickens by me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the first thing you saw? Yeah. yeah. It was on the seat. <laughs> a crate of chickens. And there was a big. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Come on, oh, the animal bus, <laughs> and people were hanging off the side of it. Oh yeah, you know yeah. they all over the. They were hanging everywhere on the hood, mm -hmm. everywhere they could get on. They were more often than not though. You saw the people trucks, and because the buses just weren't heavy enough to to handle it, or, or they were too long to make a lot of the mountain uh, roads going over the uh, the Andes. And we were up at, at uh, 15,000 feet, the Altiplano, going to La Paz before we went down into uh, the capital of Peru. It's like an inside, I mean, the capital of Bolivia. It's like an inside-out anthill. It's, it's a really wide town at the top, and then it goes down to a core. And as we're coming over the Altiplano at 15,000 feet, in the distance, we're going, okay, we're getting close to it. In the distance, there's something big, and we're thinking it's a truck or something. And we're getting closer and closer, and we got to kind of come, you know, towards this thing and then veer off and go down. And as we're getting, we finally noticed that, oh, my God, that's a tank, and it's tracking us. And we're going, oh, shit, what do we do? What do we do? Just keep on driving. Just keep on driving. And it followed us right to where the road goes down in, and then it went back. And it was just like, I don't know what they're planning, but things were pretty high tension down there when we were there. And that was 1970, 71, about that. You learn to, uh, to really be street smart in a new way. You know, you learned how to be respectful in a new way. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, there was a lot of interesting stories about South America. Yeah, when I was 21, not 26, stationed in Hawaii, there was a lot of racial tension. There had been a race riot on board an aircraft carrier down in Pearl Harbor, so the tensions were kind of high, and we were going over to Johnston Atoll, just like a coral island where they land planes and they keep uh, the, not cyanide, but they keep the gases there for war. Mm -hmm. And you had, you had to carry a gas mask with you, and we were going over there to entertain, and I'm sitting next to Hermione, beautiful black woman singer, and uh, we had, it was warm out. We had like budget coals and I had my khakis on and some dripped on my pants. So I just said, damn black spot, 
And she says, what's wrong with black? I said, black is beautiful, but it doesn't go with khakis. And she got a <laughs> kick out of that. And then a few weeks later at the social club, there's a big social meeting gathering. And she's with a bunch of friends. There's these two big black guys. And again, the tension. So I go over. We get a big hug and a kiss. And these guys look at me. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> and she goes, oh, he's good. He's good. Oh, hi. And then shake hands and everything. So, yeah, it was, it was tension. And I heard my redneck roommate using the N-word. And I'm saying, shut up. But he was bigger than I am, too. <laughs> so it's like... Okay, just walk away from him and don't spend time with him. Mm-hmm. Did you get drafted? Yeah. I wow. would have been drafted because my number was 72. Oh. But I enlisted thinking, oh, I get to pick where I want to go. Yeah. No. I wanted to be at Fort Devens in Massachusetts. I went from Fort Dick's basic training. For some stupid reason, they sent me out to Fort Lewis, Washington. Then back down to Fort Benning, Georgia. Worked on the newspaper there because I had done radio and stuff. Worked on the newspaper, sports reporter, sports editor. And what, what I liked there was we would write up our mess. It went best mess in the whole 6th Army. And then so the people in the mess hall would say, oh, there was a spot on this cake. Here's some free cake. Oh, here's some free pie. So we got all this free food with us. And then I ended up at, in Hawaii, which was fun. But like I say, there were tensions there. And as I left, they were training, literally taking office people like me. I work for the Inspector General, taking us with your typing, typewriter equipment, rifles and everything, to the big island to train. Because the next stop was Guam, because the, the soldiers from Guam were sent over to Vietnam. So I, I got out lucky. My uh, inspector general put me in for a good conduct medal and a, some other service medal, which you usually get if you're only in three years. I was in two. And I went to my captain and said, oh, I'm supposed to get a good conduct. Oh, you can buy one of those. I went back to my boss, Inspector Johnson. He said, oh, I could buy it. He goes, wait a minute. Okay, he has it ready for you. So I get the Good Conduct Medal and the Army Service Commendation. And they did a ceremony for me. He said he was going to get in a lot of trouble because we used to call it a C-cap. You'll know what I mean, <laughs> Jerry. A C-cap, and my hair was sticking out. It was a little bit long. So the colonel said, yeah, I'm going to get fired for this. And he pinned it on me, and I was proud, and they took pictures of it. Uh, supposedly a specialist in photography. And a few months after I got home, I get the envelope from the Army. Here's your picture. They had printed it backwards. And wow. these were specialists in photography. So that tells you what the Army was like. You know, they would take a specialist, a uh, mechanic, or we'll make him a cook. They weren't too intelligent that way. But mm. it was, um, I'm, I'm glad I got out. I was proud that I got the service contract. Here it is. Take a picture. Okay, off. Jerry, were you drafted? No. No? Did you guys know people that were? Uh, I knew people that were, but uh, I, I, I would. Mine was born out of. I almost starved. I was uh, homeless uh, in Cleveland, Ohio. I went into a restaurant, ordered a big meal. When I finished, the lady, I looked at her and I said, "Ma'am, you got dishes, anything? I'll do anything to, to pay for my meal." She said, "You don't have any money." I go, "No." She said, "Why didn't you tell me that before you ate?" I said, I couldn't afford for you to say no. I was that hungry. What was the restaurant? Oh, it's a little black restaurant, a little soul food restaurant. And um, I don't remember the name of it, but the lady, she took me after, she said, go over there. Wait, wait for me over there until I get off. When she got off of work, she said, where are you from? I said, Dayton. I could have said Alabama anywhere. She went in her purse and brought me a ticket. 
Well, when I got back to Dayton, Ohio, the bus went down the street, made a U-turn, and came back up. So when it turned the corner, I saw that sign that said, join the Navy and see the world. <laughs> I thought, oh, my God, man, I think they feed you in there. <laughs> and that was it. That's the reason why I went. That's crazy. The thing, like, I mean, that's an insane story, but the drafting thing blows my mind. Like, I can't imagine that being a, a reality for, like, someone 18 years old thinking that they have to get sent I across the world the to go fight. I think the draft had stopped by that time. No. No, no. no, no, no they were still picking they numbers. Like I say, my number was 72, and, and it was up to, I'm sorry, 100 and something. If you're above that, you may not do it. So and, I said, 72, I better enlist. And Vietnam ended in like 72. Yeah, right after and they got back from South America. They were drafting people even towards the end of the Vietnam War. Most of my high school friends figured out some way <laughs> to get out of the draft because everybody had to sign up. Well, you still have to. Everybody yeah, has yeah, to sign law. up. Yeah. But everybody basically had to serve. So they would get into college. They would volunteer to do stuff whatever they could do to get out of going into the service. I, I never did understand that. I wasn't educated enough. I was in Vietnam and didn't, hadn't even heard of it. Didn't know how to mm -hmm. spell it. Didn't, you know what I'm saying? Alabama history, no world history, Alabama history only. And I never understood how to dodge the draft or how anything. Well, they weren't I, necessarily looking to dodge it, quote unquote, the, like the people who ran to Canada. Yeah, yeah. But they just... They had a life plan that they were going to college. They were going to be whatever kind of technicians they were going to be. The service just wasn't in their plans. And I wish so I was that smart. <laughs> I, I, was in, I was in about a month when my mother said, oh, you get a letter from the government. You know, so-and-so, you've been drafted. Yeah. I said, tell them it's too late. They've already got me. So I didn't even keep track. It was, just, it was greetings and salutations from the U.S. government. You have right. It's crazy, and it's so much more recent in history than I think so many people my age think that it was. Brandon, the original question was, "What would we like to do on our bucket list?" Some of us have got to have some happy bucket lists that don't invoke um, travel. Travel. Yeah. Don't try skydive. Is that you? Uh, yeah, I want to I wanna skydive. I'm skydive holding hands with you. Okay, we'll do that. Sick. Hear that, Brandon? <laughs> Sounds <laughs> awesome. For Save it. it for the TV show, though. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's do it. I just pictured all of us, like, in a circle holding hands in the air with, like, the photo of, like, you <laughs> know. Oh, retirement. How we could do that? Our bodies well, remember, our the draft is not in. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> don't, draft, don't draft me for that. <laughs> I wanted to bungee jump. I really did want to do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. At, at a younger age, but yeah. uh, it's called snap. That's why. Yeah. I feel like that's so much scarier. Yeah. Bungee jump. Yeah. It's got to be because you're like staring at the fucking ground. You're yes. doing that when you're jumping out. No, of the but plane. it's so high up, like you yeah. can't. You see can't see it. You okay. know, but bungee jumping. I'm making eye contact with little rocks. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't see, you know what I'm saying? Oh, guess what? And then you... I think I would still do it, though. There's only two endings. Yeah. Well, when you're wearing a parachute, when you get to those little rocks, you're going much slower. Yeah, you're going pretty yeah. slow. I'm in there. If you want to do a skydive, I'm in. Yeah. Three of us. Group skydive? Tattoos Group after? Skydive. Okay. Yeah. Wait, hold up. Wait. Oh, you want to do tattoos first and then skydive? No, no, Wait, no. My no. grandson says I am a badass because I have face tattoos. I'll have you know. Uh -oh. That liner. 
Oh, you got the eyeliner tatted? <laughs> All right. It's permanent? Wow. Oh, Didn't wow. it hurt? Yes. You've got tattoos. You know they hurt. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, yeah, like no, I don't know. I don't know if they hurt worse, but they hurt. That's scary. <laughs> Picture this. Ready? You're 26, 27 years old. It's Friday night. You go out to the club. You're wearing your best outfit. The music's going. The dance floor is full. What music is playing? Oh, gosh. Disco. When you were 27 years old. When oh. I was 27. Disco. No, I want artist names and songs. Oh. Mm. Case, Casey and the Sunshine Boys. Uh, Chuck, you didn't go oh. out. Now, this, no, yes, <laughs> once this, a while. This is culturally. He put on his platforms, man. Sunshine Boys. <laughs> I had platforms. <laughs> no. I did have no. platforms. Man, that was painful. Just me, man. The place where I went, B.B. Uh, King and uh, Bobby Blue Bland. They call it Stormy Monday. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Just as bad. Ah, I got a witness over here. <laughs> no, that's right, I though. was listening to the Beatles. Oh, God. I was listening to oh, the, now she's the gone. Doobie Brothers. Right. She's gone white privilege on me. But were they playing that in the clubs? Like, I want to know what was the like clubs. I, w- I went to the Whiskey A Go-Go right down the street oh, nice. from here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The rock and roll clubs were so great in the 60s and 70s. Sunset Boulevard literally glittered. You walk down there now and it, it ain't glittering. <laughs> yeah, it's a different yeah. scary. Yeah. The whiskey a go go. In Sydney. In Sydney? Oh, Lord. Does Be, something to being them. stalked by an Aborigine. <laughs> Do they have oh! girls, girls in cages? No, she wasn't. No, those were the go go girls. The go go girls. I was the go go girl. Yeah, you were. Yeah, 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 you yeah, go yeah. girl. You go go. Had to do the swimming and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were in cages. Yeah, we would be in cages voluntarily. Yeah, but, but that was to keep the men. That's from right. What they do to that girls. That was to keep the girls uh, safe. Yeah. 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 safe. Yeah. So we were, and we had go go boots, and we wore. I didn't wear a bikini, but we wore. Uh, short shorts and we yeah. entertained. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. are those pictures? Well, they had. Yeah. <laughs> in the go. Well, there are. I some. don't believe it. Till I see it. In the. Whiskey. I've already told you way too much. <laughs> oh God, yeah. We we know where to go to see. Mm-hmm. But there's a in the Sydney whiskey a go go. <laughs> what has happened to him? He's gone I again. I remember. The, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did. All right, let's hear it. Um, no, 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 no. In the, in the Whiskey A Go-Go in Sydney, the girls were, there was a ledge, and they would be dancing up above you. Oh, man. Jerry, what was, like, your line when you pick up women in public? I feel like you're a lady killer. Like, you have, like, this one line that works every time. I want to hear it. <laughs> one line and works every time? Yeah. I was not that kind of a lady killer. Didn't you say you got paid to go hook a guy up with girls? Yeah. So what was your conversation starter? What was your yeah. icebreaker? That's why I'm trying to explain the kind of lady lady killer, did you say? Lady yeah. killer. Lady killer I was. Tell me. See, it all had to do with spur of the moment. Had to do with personality that I didn't even know what I was going to say. You know what I'm saying? In the moment. I just was able to live in moments. He, you know, takes he, balls. He was gonna leave me on the bench with a homeless guy. What? When we were walking to a restaurant, Jerry? because there was a pretty woman in a skirt across <laughs> the street. 
He's like, hell yeah, See? that was me. He's even agreeing <laughs> with me. Well, you know what? I remember this, that. Oh, that you remember that? Sarah, I'm saying you're just like, that was after the CeraVe thing. Well, yeah. yeah. It, it, you know, yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the girl had on shorts. <laughs> oh, that, oh, oh, no wonder. Oh, no, no, no. no. Wait a minute. Yeah, I didn't finish. He's no right. I didn't finish. He's Bubby. right. She did have on shorts. Uh, Bubby, help me describe these shorts. Okay. Short shorts. <laughs> and then they were shorter. Why were you, you going could to see meet everything. Bubby on the bench? I, 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 was, I just wandered over toward her. I don't know why. He's just a magnet. Just a yeah. <laughs> I had to hang and on poor, to him Bubby. not to get the she, And you... I, I, yeah, D had that, to stop with you every this step. This is a gentleman. Yeah, he but, yeah, but he buried me when I well, couldn't walk it in. But then he <laughs> I dropped you. <laughs> when I he tried. finished with you, he dropped you. <laughs> and they were both laughing. Dude, their I was scared. Off. Just don't give him down. a tip. I was uh, giving uh, Retha um, a ride. A ride. <laughs> <laughs> You, you know, a you're piggyback you're ride. ride. <laughs> a ride? Oh, piggyback. Bobby, you're not nice. Oh, is that a new we style? Need way more. Is that a new style? Piggyback, need a piggyback is that a new style? ride. Is that a bucket list? Calm down. <laughs> a ride. And then I try to put her down, and, <laughs> and then I, I lost balance, and we fell backwards, and I was so scared that you were going to hit your head on the concrete. Oh, God. Me. We but all went running. And we, we fell into, like, sewer water. Oh. I have this on video. And we all went running to help. <laughs> you imagine the headline? TikTok oh manager God. of senior uh, home. Oh, God. <laughs> that was scary, bro. Yeah. Drops star. You know when you're just going down and you, you have your... You're, there's nothing you could do, but you know you're going, and you're just like fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah. And, and it seems like it's, it's a, it takes a long time. But, it? Yeah, yeah, you're like, I, <laughs> yeah. like you can't do it. Slow mo. Yeah, slow mo. Young rising uh, producer drops former go-go girl. <laughs> a skirt. You left Bobby. For no, no, no. I, I wanted back. I to wouldn't her. let him leave me. <laughs> I, I, I held onto his arm like a. <laughs> so he's a dragging with Bobby with him. <laughs> I would not allow him to I, leave. I couldn't believe what she had on, though. I just couldn't believe. And she was walking a dog. All right, I have another question. Okay. Bubby, you recently moved into a community with a lot of other seniors. Mm. Tell us some of the gossip. What's some of the drama going on in there? Who's seeing who? There's a lot of drama there. What's the type of drama? There are a lot of single men that have apartments there but that really? have hooked up with single women. Right. Wow. Okay. Oh, they just hook up? <laughs> I, think the, I think the ratio between women and men. The ra there are yeah. many, many more women yes. than there are men. Where do you live that now? That you, that oh, it, yeah. It, it's in an apartment house. Oh. In the, and what's seniors. the median age? Um, They run from... 75, I would say, up to their 90s. Oh, I'm too young. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not a place for me to but, hang out. No, but the, the nice thing about this place is they have a bar. Oh, and, oh. that's all you need. And, and at 4.30, this bar is mobbed. With people going to happy hours. <laughs> you want to go cruising? Huh? Yeah. Okay. I, I've asked you two to come. Oh, oh, we will. We will. Oh. 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 
They wouldn't get out alive. There are, there are a lot of grandsons I'm trying that before come. 30 is in the middle of the day. Yeah. <laughs> they got well, nothing else well, to do, bro. It's a good time for dinner there, too. By six, maneuver these by, the only one with a job. By 6.30, they go into the dining room to eat. So... You have a small window. Yes. Wait, 6.30 is like the, the bar is closed? No, the bar is oh, still open. Just, they've got, yeah. everyone it's just remember well, the what, what early bird gets the worm. But, but by that time, everyone has paired off. And, and when I walk into the bar at night, the, first of all, all the bartenders know me. All the waiters know me oh, as me. retirement house. Yeah. Yes. Because when I first moved in there... Somebody recognized me, and the word spread quickly. So I have to be real sweet and smiley to everybody in the building because I'm representing the retirement house. And strangers come up all day and hug me because of retirement house. That's probably where... Unless it's from him. <laughs> so, and the bartender fixes everyone's drink as they walk through the door. Uh, he knows what everybody drinks. Oh, there Ooh. should be a retirement house drink. So, oh, yeah. vodka and prune juice. Yeah. That's, That's a good idea. I say that exact combination. Oh. What? Yep. Vodka and prune juice. <laughs> <laughs> he said it, not us. I mean, no. there's a blender drink you can Some use that in sure. Yeah. Fancy drinks. Vodka you know, and prune sitting juice. here listening to everybody's stories <laughs> makes me think of so many wonderful, wonderful stories. And the interesting thing is that there is a difference in our ages. Different things were happening when each of us were 27. And I know in the 60s, there was a time in Golden Gate Park when Tim Leary and Dick Alpert and uh, Dick Gregory, we were all there on the day that LSD became illegal because when it first started out, when Alzi brought it out, Ken Kesey, all of those guys were so interesting. And we had a day when of celebration when LSD became illegal. And there was an ugly little girl running around in black velvet. And I was guilty of thinking, who in the world is that? And then she went up to the microphone, and Janis Joplin started singing. No one ever asked that question again. Oh, my God, could that young woman sing. And she was singing the first song, a cappella, was Amazing Grace. She mm. took over. Wait, why, why did Were you on LSD? Not that day. <laughs> yeah. Why did that make you tear up? Because she was amazing. That's why. I think the whole vibe was amazing. Then. Well, the whole vibe yeah. was amazing. Yeah. She was amazing. And I had thought, I had actually thought, who's that tacky looking little girl <laughs> running around? I was going to say, do either one of these two know who Janis Joplin was? You do oh, know. Tell me that you yeah. do. I do yes. know Janis Joplin. Yeah. I don't. That's why I'm... When you start tearing, I'm like, what? Who, yeah, who is this? Well, what are you talking Well, please, as soon as this podcast is over, 
please Google her and start playing or go to Spotify or go to any of the music channels. Alexa, play <laughs> play something by Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. You've and never the heard anything company. like it. Did she uh was she like performing that now or is she like ran on stage no, and like she, she was oh, yeah. performing. I don't think she was invited to perform, but no one in those days was really invited, you know, to at the Fillmore they were you know, the Jefferson airplane. I was so thrilled because I was in Silver Lake not very long ago, and I found a T-shirt that I'll have to wear on one of these podcasts that said, I may be old, but I heard all the great bands. <laughs> you got to listen to Janis Joplin. And Jimmy yes, Hendrix. That's making me tear up. That's awesome that that made you feel like that you almost cried from that. Like, it, I love it, that about music. I, don't, I seldom cry when I'm... Sad. I cry when I'm inspired. I'm, yeah. I cry when I realize how lucky I am in the people I've met in this lifetime, in the adventures that I've had. I cry when I'm really inspired. And, and, and I just remembering that day. Yeah. I went up and I talked to Dick Gregory. And then about Six or seven years later, he was doing a talk in San Diego, and somehow I was there. I don't even remember the circumstances of why, but I was in the crowd listening to him. He finished. Everyone was cheering, and all of a sudden, he looked down, and he said, Gay Lynn, how wonderful to see you again. Come on up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just met people with such heart. Such, uh, yeah, I'm just grateful, and and it does make me cry with joy. Beautiful. Beautiful. Do you guys uh like listen to music off often? Like certain people listen to music all the time. Like I listen to it in the shower. Like, mm -hmm. are any of you like that with music? I used to be. Yeah, but so now I, yeah. in the shower. I don't know. Just like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> There's music always going. You on. know what I mean? Though, like, do you casually listen to music? Yeah. We didn't or is it just have, in the car? We didn't have like, a bathroom. <laughs> no, right, right now. Oh, now you know. <laughs> oh. I hope you have a bathroom. He's right. By now, well, yeah. I think that music has changed, in our opinion. Well, and the majority of what is considered music, we can't even understand the words. No, but I mean, like, I mean... You can still listen to the music you listened to back then. Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but like, do you, yeah, I, do you casually listen to music a lot? Or yeah, I put, I put it driving, on the computer. Or is it like... I put it on the computer Yeah, when I'm not watching TV. Because like over the years for me, music, like now I'm listening to it like all the time in my free time. Like it used to just be like the car or like, you know, before a soccer game or something. But now it's like shower, like... While I'm walking around in my house, I just have it like playing. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious. Mm -hmm. What kind of music is it? The Beatles. No, I'm kidding. Uh, hip hop. <laughs> Usually. I don't know. I listen to an array chopper. of music. It's Chopper, right? And music chopper. like that. Chopper. I don't really listen chopper. to him. <laughs> chopper. Chopper's next week. We got next week, we got Chopper. We had Chopper. A lot of Drake. Yeah. You guys know Drake? Drake? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's your favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite. Really? Yeah. yeah. What are your thoughts? Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I used to drive him, so. I, you drove Drake? Yeah. What? Uh, t tell us the time. Tell us the story. Um. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, fuck, fuck, no, I didn't. Okay. Okay. You have finally shocked Jerry. No, I'm sorry. You're talking about somebody else. 
I'm talking about Dr. Dre. Oh, Drake. Oh, I was talking about Dr. Dre. Dre. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. (laughs) He was part of Death Row Records, so I ain't no story there. At one time. I have another question. So you guys have lived through so much. You were around before the internet. Now things like VR and artificial intelligence are taking over. How do you guys feel about the future as far as like technology and how it's getting interwoven into society? Does it scare you? Does it excite you? What do you think the future looks like? I'm sick of technology. <laughs> I am. That's why she didn't want a computer. She's sick oh, of well, technology. I, already, I have a, a something that one. operates, right. But are you sick of technology like you personally or as a society do you think it like affects society negatively? No, me personally. Okay. But I'm talking about society as a whole. Well, it's made it a lot easier for a lot of people. But it's also made it less personable. I mean, there are a lot of things that I prefer talking to somebody rather than sitting on a computer and finishing what the business I have to finish, only because I'm reassured by a person on the other end of a phone call that my request is being taken care of. And on a computer, I'm never sure what I did wrong and what button I didn't press. Mm. There's a conspiracy theory going around now Uh that AI is going to take over and they're going to get rid of people, which somebody's getting rid of people. I don't know if it's AI, but um, that they're going to run the world. I don't know if I buy into that. I am a computer person. I like Mm -hmm. dealing with computers. But I don't like sitting on hold to go to endless loops of AI telling me go to some other number. Yeah, yes, yes. I think it's inevitable. They supposedly found all these new galaxies today from that new telescope that they sent up there. So, Kesara Sarah, which means what will be will be. Well, you know, I'm not afraid of it. But um Every year that passes, my time in this becomes less and less. So to the youngsters, I say, hey, uh, there was something that took place when my mother passed away that we walked into, and they're going to walk into similar stuff, run with it. But, you know, don't let it run you. Just run with it because, um, hey, it's inevitable, like she says. You you can get on, like, Zoom. We do uh, L.A. play reading on last Sunday of the month, and we get on Zoom, and we've got writers and actors from New Zealand, Australia, and that's wonderful. Meet new people, do their reading and writing and other actors, but it's only on a video. Now it's getting seems to be getting lazy, like, oh, I can go t- over to Retha's house. Oh, no, I'll just get her on video. Hi, how you doing, Retha? Okay, bye. No human contact. Yeah, it's like and the eco-cast. The world needs that. you got to have human contact. Yeah. It's, people are just getting farther and farther away. It's great that you can go to Australia and still talk to someone, but it's like, you're, you're, or you're next to a neighbor. You're going to go and go over the street and talk. Talk to people. The people meet girls these days. They don't... There's no... Risk reward, in other words, risk being 
turned down for they text him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like impersonal. This I don't think it's inevitable that it's bad. I think that wonderful things are happening and that the darkness on this planet that has been around because human beings have been silly enough to believe all of the nonsense. Remember XK Y or whatever that was? That was the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? It's like I think that AI is going to be very helpful to human beings and that human beings are are becoming better and that the whole planet is going to be coming better, and I wish I was going to be around to see it. When it comes to, like, robots and stuff, though, that seems to be pretty inevitable. Do you guys want to be around in a world where you could come home and have a robot little buddy to hang out with or just a robot that does the dishes or drives you around and you don't have to put in any effort? Can, that really can, bad. can they make them to look like Robert Redford? They probably could, and that's another oh, thing. Man. You could have a they girlfriend, a little robot. <laughs> well, look, the Stepford Wives. Yeah. Did, did you see that? Yeah, right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, or West that was World. a great movie. Westworld, Stepford yeah. Wives, yeah. Uh, yeah, I seen yeah. Seen. Would you take an artificial person as a wife? Hell yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'd call her a wife. Do, do, the, yeah, do the dishes, clean up. Do okay. Oh. 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 And that's why he's single. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, says, you should give good. him an artificial guy. <laughs> we already have Roombas in our house. Yeah. That's that's go right. around yeah. and clean things. So oh, there'll, there'll be advanced right versions of that. Then they can keep you company too. Maybe if human beings have some help from technology in doing chores that mm-hmm. no one really cares to do, sure. we can spend more time being creative. Okay. And I, I think that's kind of a goal that, that a certain sector of technology is going towards. It's like in Japan, for instance, the children in Japan, in Japan have left. They used to leave and come back or they used to work locally and stay around and stay with the family and the generations and take care of their parents. That was a, a cultural tradition. Uh, hence the, the last, especially 20, 30 years, they've been leaving and it keeps getting in greater, greater numbers. So now the elderly and the seniors are left alone, basically, and they're trying to learn ways to deal with that. They have robotics that now are caretakers in the home. They'll be like the butler and they'll be the cook and they can help people in and out of bed and that type of thing. And, um, you know, for some that's a little harsh, but for others it's a godsend, you know, because yeah, there's like, no one else to take yeah. care of them. Can they do my taxes? Yeah. They can yeah. definitely oh, they can do, do my taxes. taxes. That's good. Yeah. yeah. That's no problem. ChatGPT could do your taxes. You yeah, yeah. That's turning the world into such an impersonal place. Well, that's, you know, that's limited in, in, in the numbers that it's going on. I don't know how popular that would really get, but it's just advances that normally come with, with a need. You know, a need creates its own uh, its own energy. And I don't think it's people aren't going to, because people will see, okay, my parents are being taken care of that. Are they unhappy? Yes. Then the kids wouldn't want to do it, and it wouldn't go forward. No. No, but maybe the maybe the kids can still visit and do stuff, but like oh sure they have to be. It's not mandatory. This Uh, is something to do that you want to. You know, right? I don't. I don't know that I want an artificial. You don't have to have one. 
Well, I don't plan on someone yeah. else taking care of me. Well, you could, you could have I them as young as you want. What about, what about an automated heart if you needed one? Well, that's different. You can, what yeah. about a 27-year-old artificial robot? With <laughs> 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 all your favorite features. See, there's exceptions to all the rules. So I hope no one ever has to help me out yes. of bed. Yeah. Have you guys seen the uh, little like Postmates uh, like thingy in the streets? Like, yeah. Delivering oh, yeah. food and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Scared the hell out of me one day. Oh yeah, yeah those things trip's running trip's around by themselves. Yeah. yeah, yeah and you know yeah. how they take breaks? I was in Santa Monica yesterday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why did they need in a between, break? In between missions, they park, and there's a lot of them in Santa Monica. So I've got a picture of one that it's he's off hours or whatever they are on a break. It's parked in a little alcove next to a restaurant, and above it, in the window of the restaurant, is help wanted. <laughs> and here's Whoa. this little robot sitting right below that sign. I thought that was kind of, that's you know, Maybe he's there for employment. Yeah, yeah giving an application. He, <laughs> yeah. This, this, he's looking for another robot, you know. This, one, this one's done. Oh, uh, God. Know. But I thought oh. that was a little ironic. I saw my first one when I left here once to get my car fixed and while waiting and came out of AutoZone walking towards a car repair shop and said, what the hell is that thing? Mm -hmm. And it moved and stopped, went around me. It was like, that was eerie. That was, yeah. like, that was oh, the whoa. future. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. like I see Eugene sniffing it or something. <laughs> yeah. Say, what the hell? Well, I did, on the way back from Sonoma, I did see a, a semi that was autonomous, and they had a driver? A dri they had a driver sitting there, but he wasn't doing anything. That's crazy. That's They're scary. coming for our jobs. That's low-key yeah. scary. As I was going by it, yeah, he was, you know, he was a 16-wheeler, I'm going. Yeah, imagine that oh, thing, like, I'm out of here. and just <laughs> fuck somebody up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, they, have you seen a lot? They got a lot of, I didn't know they had so many nice electric cars. Oh, yeah. Man. That's because they want you to buy them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but I, I thought they just, I, I didn't know anything but Tesla, <laughs> you know? No, but there's, there's boy, everybody's got company. them. Oh, God. Yeah. You see that one with the one seat? It's a one-seater? You should get one and of those. And three tires. They're called it's motorcycles. One thing in the front oh. and the two on the side. <laughs> a unicycle? Yeah, motorcycles. Yeah. Motorcycles. Yeah. Yeah. A motorcycle, Jerry? <laughs> no, it's, it's close to a motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. I've seen it. It's like at the mall, parked it's in the middle of the mall. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've seen it. I think I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It has wheels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Has, yeah. Has electric motor. <laughs> yeah. How far are you gonna take me down this road? Window. Has wheels. Has window. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, but really, I think I've seen that. It's pretty crazy. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of them are really nice. Well, wrapping it up for today, gang. That was fun, folks. <laughs> yep. I hope everybody else had as much fun as we did. I know yes. too much about you guys. <laughs> and next week and we can say all the more. same things no. again because God. we won't remember we had this one, right? <laughs> we'll be replaced by robots next week. We won't <laughs> right. Oh, uh, that might work. We, we should have robots. a robot guest. Oh, yes. yeah. We well, should let's interview one. Oh, I shouldn't say chick. We should make her the robot. Did Put her know? face on the thing. Yeah. You want to have no idea? What you want to interview about. a robot? You're gonna come into work and you're all fired because we got six robots <laughs> that we don't have to pay. Hey. They don't eat. They don't sleep. Roombas. They're ready That's to work right. twenty four seven. That's right. They'll just when I ask to go on the tables, they'll just jump up. Yeah. You know, I don't have to help anyone. They'll up. hover up. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, thank you guys. Make sure to like, comment, and most importantly, subscribe. Thank yes, you yes, for right. watching. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. Peace. Bye. Yes. Bye. Peace out.